Hello and welcome to the Unlicensed Podcast. I'm your host Taylor and today I'm not joined with Joya. I'm actually in Australia uh, with my boss, Ali, who owns Fit by Ali. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So excited (laughs) to be here. Um, Please forgive us. We are a little bit tired today. It's quite late. We've had a very, very full on week. Um, We've been doing a photo shoot for something very exciting coming soon to Fit by Ali. Um, So yeah, I thought I'd bring Ali on and um what's it called interviewer <laughs> about <laughs> about the business and how she got started um and built it into the huge success that it is today um it's obviously a big part of my life now working full-time for her um but you know there's 17 of us other coaches as well and um it's such an awesome business to be a part of so i'm really excited to um pick your brain a little bit <laughs> about how it blew up into what it is today and uh where it all started Okay, so Ellie, do you want to start it off and tell us a little bit how you got started in the industry and started into fitness? Oh, that's, that's a big answer. <laughs> so um, in regards to, I'll start with my fitness journey. So my fitness journey started probably about five to six, maybe even seven years. It's, time has literally flown, but probably seven years ago, I came in to the industry in my own personal journey um and that was there's a lot there but um that was obviously just kind of battling my own wounds in regards to self-discovery um as well as just kind of like finding meaning if that kind of that sounds depressing but that's kind of where it was at I was in a really horrible state of mind coming into my own personal journey um and I kind of started within the my the fitness realm of things in my own personal journey, which kind of linked it into business um, in not the right manner because it was kind of like I was it was it was a back off of an eating disorder um, and it was kind of like a mean of means of recovery basically um, that transformed into something really healthy. So. It wasn't initially um, and then it transformed and my mindset changed I found love for the gym um, I found love for a new kind of like a a new way of life in regards to that wasn't the norm of the fitness industry then it was the norm was like everything I had been trying to get away from basically um, that was really unhealthy for me um, and you know many other women at that time and I found a new love where I found my body transforming. I found love for food. I found love for having a lot of food and eating well and fueling myself right. Um, and it completely, it literally saved my life. Um, and that's kind of where I stemmed into starting the business because I just saw a new side of fitness um, and self-discovery as a woman in our society, especially at the age I was at where, you know, eating disorders were quite common, you know, food triggers were quite common. Um, And I found myself in a realm where I wasn't, I wasn't used to. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is actually incredible. Like, this is, you know, a journey that I like never thought I could have. And it was the recovery that literally saved my life. Um, And I kind of built my business off that in short, like, there's obviously a lot more into that. But that's kind of how I built my business is I came into the industry with the intention of 
wanting to change or to create a new norm basically within females um, of our society because you know society kind of shaped us to think that you know eating less was the best way to go about things and that was the body and it was that was going to be the supermodel body etc so it was just I wanted to go against the norm at that point in time and that's where I really started the industry and then sorry not started the industry entered the industry Um, and that's kind of where the roots of my business was formed Um, and then it kind of carried out so it kind of carried out um, during COVID so basically like I I was a face-to-face trainer I knew the impact that I wanted to make Um, I wanted girls to lift heavy to get strong and healthy Um, and then I entered the industry as a face-to-face trainer got really busy um, within my area where I was like really, really full. Um, you know, I wasn't able to build that online structure to reach more people um, because I was just jam-packed with work. And then um, COVID came about and that was at the start of 2020, like March, 2020. It forced me to adapt my business fast um, and that's what I did. And then it, it literally just took off from there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was been, it's been amazing. It literally has. Yeah, no, it's so cool. Um, and to see how quickly it blew up and um, the amount of success that you've had, but also been able to bring into other people's lives as well, especially with the results and the transformations and then your coaches and everything as well. It's pretty incredible. Um, so when you transitioned to online coaching, um, how was that for you? Was it a big change or was it what you wanted to do is that where you saw your business going I definitely wanted to transition into online coaching for a number of reasons Um, the first reason was obviously personal Um, it was just going to allow me to have more freedom to travel to you know um, be able to work on a schedule I wanted to work on basically like to give me the freedom that I wanted and desired so much Um, and the flexibility so that was obviously the end game Um, and And then in regards to obviously like how it transitioned and how I felt in regards to what actually, like how I set that up um, is I had a business mentor at the time and he really, really helped me significantly um, with setting up the structure that I needed to at that time. It was quite difficult. It was a big transition in regards to not actually seeing my clients face to face and online was there, but it wasn't really there at the same time. It was really like, I'm talking like, literally COVID hit within the week and I was setting up my online coaching. It wasn't like it was a couple of days where, you know, I was following the trend that everyone else was following or anything. Like I just literally, all I did was to, all I wanted to do was literally to make ends meet. I, all I wanted to do was cover my rent, cover my basic expenses so that I could survive COVID because gyms were closed. There was no way that I was going to, could do face-to-face training. Um, you know, I'm, I'm based in Melbourne. So Melbourne's restrictions got tighter and tighter and tighter where you know we were only allowed to have one hour one hour exercise a day outside I was living in the city at the time so there was a five kilometer radius so it means I knew that I couldn't you know they put bands on like people doing exercise outside in groups and it was just so hard and I saw no potential in kind of developing a face-to-face structure and adapting that structure um, that would provide enough security financially for me, but also I could work consistently and not get affected by the lockdown. So um, that's kind of how I really pushed into the online realm. And I just, I, it, 
I wanted to, but it was because I had to at that point. I had no other option. I had no other job. Um, so I put my head down and I, I made it work as I, you know, offered my clients. I had, in, I still have incredible clients, but I, back then I had incredible clients as well that, um, supported me through the transition of face-to-face to online, were willing to adapt to a new structure that they were unfamiliar with as well. Um, and, you know, that's kind of where it began is it's like I just transitioned those face-to-face girls into online and it was a scary transition, um, but it was a transition that there was no really other option as well. So my clients were really set receptive and were really willing to try something new and it worked. Like it was... It was a structure where I found I was able to give more accountability to my girls. I was able to, um, they were actually getting better results um, then because I was able to monitor them more highly. I was there in their pocket to be like their right-hand woman pretty much every step of the day um, and every step of the way. Like literally I was, it created so much more accountability. It allowed me to get to know my clients more emotionally, deeper um, and form more of a friendship with them as opposed to seeing them for a 45 minute session a, a week where we only had 45 minutes and I didn't want to take the 45 minutes up with just talking and chatting and catching up on their life. I wanted to actually train them. So it allowed me to tap in deeper with my girls. And that's really kind of where I found the love and how and it became easy at that point as soon as I knew the relationships I could develop with my girls it just was a no-brainer I was just like nah this is it like this is exactly where I need to be like this is where exactly where my business needs to be Um, I want to be able to develop these relationships with these girls on such a deep level that we can build such an emotional connection to each other that we really kind of really get into things and all the you know nitty-gritties and the mental barriers and everything that might have stopped them from achieving this goal before whether that's food related whether that's um you know anything it could be personal family anything at all where we started opening doors that I would have never been able to achieve as a face-to-face coach and that's when I was like now this is an easy transition like this is going to be so easy and it was it was a lot but the results and the transformation not physical like of course physical but it was so much more than that that I was able to see and experience with my girls was just the second to none that it was just like it became something that just happened like I know that sounds easy but it definitely wasn't easy but it was just like when you see that you're just like I will literally do anything to make this work like I will do and I put my heart and my soul into and I still do um and it was just it wasn't a process that I really had to try at it was just I put in the work I put in the hard work yes sweat blood and tears with how much it grew and what I had to do and how do I had to adapt quick but it was so easy because of the results that were happening from it if that makes sense yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, no absolutely and um so it grew super super fast like absolute mad crazy (laughs) um I know that you've described it before as literally like an overnight success what was that like for you it was honestly like probably for at least even to this day it's so much like it's like a literally a pinch me moment it's like holy shit like what the heck happened (laughs) like how did this actually happen it was not something that I had planned for like at all like the brand is called Fit Violi I never intended it to be 17 coaches you know hundreds of girls working within the business at once like I I literally never intended 
the business to get to that point. Like I only envisioned Fit by Ellie as Fit by Ellie, aka me solo. And maybe I could have had like an admin staff to help me or anything like that. So when the growth happened, I was completely unprepared. I was drowning. I was like, what the hell am I meant to do? Like, this is actually insane. Like I started the infamous waiting list that has pretty much created the business and is what the business is known for. Um, that wasn't a marketing ploy. That was literally, I was getting overwhelmed by inquiries. I didn't know how to handle it. I was overwhelmed. I was like, how am I like, we're in such a weird time of life where it's like, how am I, what am I meant to do with this? Like, what am I meant to, like, I want to help as many girls as possible. And I physically couldn't do it myself. Like I just couldn't do it myself. So I just, it was definitely overwhelming because I really had to, because it was such an overnight excess success success sorry (laughs) success um I had to think fast and I had to you know create services that were able to offer more girls support that they needed in such a crazy time where they needed that support the most um so it was very overwhelming but it was such a rush because it wasn't like it was like an overwhelming feeling that I couldn't catch up it was like girls are wanting to change their lives like and I'm gonna literally do anything it takes to get as many girls as possible within this journey so that they instead of you know during COVID like instead of them you know being some sort of way where they look back and go I could have done more in that period of time they go no I actually like I looked back and I I created habits and I implemented changes in my life in such a dark time where I could have easily shut that door and gone, I'm just going to, you know, go into a hole for two years. And that's, in the end, everyone deals with this kind of situation differently. Um, But the girls that I was experiencing and the girls that were coming in, I I were basically going like, Ellie, I want to change my life. Like, I want to change, this is the time. Like, I'm going to make this work. And it was just like, it was overwhelming, but it was so exciting. Like, it was so exciting to watch such a movement happen um, where girls were coming from face-to-face structure to an online structure and they were so receptive to it and they were so hungry to change their lives in the best way so it was just like it was overwhelming but it was like like it was just it was like overwhelmingly just what the hell like this is actually happening and like this is so exciting and it was just the movement that was happening within the fitness industry was huge yeah I hope that answered your question. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. Um, So, yeah, you moved online. It grew. The waitlist became absolutely unmanageable for you. And you started hiring coaches. Um, From kind of that point where it started growing and you got the first lot of coaches, I think you hired, what, two that are still with us now. Um, How did you realize that you needed to build it up more coaches more coaches and turn it into kind of what it is today because it has only been what two years Mm. very very short amount of time (laughs) for it to have grown this much um how did you kind of put those systems in place to get it to where it is now and have it thriving I really basically like thing is with the business is it it grew so fast that it was like normally when a business starts and a startup business happens is people prepare for that growth they want that growth so they set you know marketing up to try and obtain that growth as well as they set structure up to support that growth 
Whereas I literally did none of that. <laughs> like I literally did none. Like I still to this day, people ask me what marketing I put within the business. And it was like, I put nothing into marketing. I, I just advertised my clients in regards to not even advertising them, just shared their success. Um, and I put no structure in place in regards to like hiring more coaches per se. Like I was kind of a, um, more the fact of going, okay, well, how can we help more people? We can't do it. I, I didn't want to alter my quality of service by, you know, dropping the, you know, how frequent I talked to my girls or how, um, supportive I was being with my girls and how rely like accessible I was to my girls by taking on more. Um, so what I did, it was, I was like, okay, well, what, what can I do in this situation is, that's when we opened up a new avenue of the businesses. That's when the eight week challenges came in. Um, it wasn't, it was a way and it was a method that I was able to go, okay, cool. How can I service more girls in a more affordable manner as well? Our challenges are a little bit more affordable than our one-on-one coaching um, because it isn't obviously as personalized as one-on-one coaching. Um, so it was a new avenue of business that we could service more girls in um, so that girls weren't kind of necessarily like turned away from the idea of wanting to have this fitness journey. We were still trying to cater for as many girls as possible. So that's kind of like I came up with that idea um, and then that kind of gave me avail- availability to hire more and to bring more coaches within that structure because I had two avenues of business where I knew I wanted to service. So that's when I kind of started hiring more coaches in both services because I was able to understand the growth of the business somewhat. (laughs) I still, I feel like still to this day, I still don't understand the growth of the business. Um, And I feel like none of us do. We're kind of just like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) Um, But like, I was able to go, okay, cool. Like I know I have a vision. I have, you know, a rough idea of how many girls we can service Um, and then it was kind of building out training these girls training the coaches um, and you know supporting the coaches through coming into the business and transitioning into an online structure Um, and then it just kind of like started from there and as I became more efficient with that process um, I was able to hire more and more and more and I was just making sure that we were managing growth and um, you know our coaches were being uh, supported well enough um, and reaching that point of capacity before we would kind of look into new hires and that's kind of how it started like it was kind of like that's the structure that I really followed it was very coach based and how they were feeling before I would make that next move of hiring more yeah yeah no it's it's honestly such an epic company to work for um it definitely changed my life and I'm sure <laughs> all the other girls would say the exact same um and it's such an honor to work for such an amazing boss but also um such a cool 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 company with such empowered women empowering women um and it's a really awesome awesome vibe honestly i i love it it's um for me like coming in and this is my first time meeting you all properly like face to face um it's been such an experience it's been so cool to see so many like-minded women who are all after the same thing um at the end of the day like we're all so passionate about transforming women's lives helping girls succeed and um become the best versions of themselves so um yeah no it's honestly amazing everything that you've managed to achieve in the last two years is just absolutely wild yeah cool so 
just to wrap it all up, um, can you go over a little bit what the difference is between the eight-week challenges and the one-on-one personalized coaching? For sure. So um, Fitbiley has a couple of different services on offer. We actually have a nutrition service as well, um, which is quite new to us. But basically, we have three avenues, and I'll kind of give you a like a brief overview. Um, our first one is obviously our like one-on-one individualized coaching, um, which is where a client will work directly with um, a coach to obviously individualize everything. So you get um, you obviously your individual program, gym-based, home-based, whatever you'd like, um, is obviously based on how where you're at in regards to um, what you're capable of in the gym, whether you're a beginner, advanced, intermediate. Um, and then obviously we progress into different phases as you progress in your journey. So um, you'll have a program as well as customized meal plans based on dietary requirements, likes and dislikes, um, hormonal health, anything, like literally anything. This is completely individualized to you, um, as well as macros as well. If you don't want meal plans, we do um, just straight macros as well, which is something we always lead our clients into anyway, because we really like to educate our clients. Meal plans is a temporary um, service that we do offer within our one-on-one coaching. And then we like to educate our girls for more sustainability and longevity um, with a fitness journey of macro tracking, self-tracking. Um, so that is something that we offer within our one-on-one service as well, um, as well as obviously support through our coaches. You've got your coach there um, ready for you on call when you need her um, to be that hype girl and to be that support system um, and to really kind of work through all the nitty gritties um, of your fitness journey, all the ups and downs, because it's all significant. Um, so that's basically in a nutshell of what one-on-one coaching is. Obviously, there's a little bit more tied into that, like support groups, etc., um, and like little other services as well, um, exercise databases, etc. Um, and then our challenges are quite similar in regards to the structure itself. Oh, sorry, back to one-on-one. You obviously have check-ins with your coach as well. So your check-ins is like literally addressing mental health as well as um, you know your digestion, period cycles, how you're feeling, how your compliance was, how you're feeling about your results so far, um, explaining metrics, all of the all of that kind of stuff, all the stuff about very detailed manner in regards to the coach addressing um, providing feedback providing explanations um, providing support and education around your results how you're feeling um, etc challenges are much the same however it's less individualized Um, you'll have an eight-week training program gym or home base depending on what you are capable of um, or what you're you've got available Um, You'll have meal plans as well set for an eight-week period. So they're weekly meal plans. So you'll have eight meal plans over the eight-week period. Um, And they are based off dietary requirements, a.k.a. vegetarian, um, pescatarian, standard, or, you know, gluten-free, etc. And you'll obviously have support through a mentor. So a mentor is um, someone that is literally just your support system, your hype girl, someone to keep you accountable, um, to help you, Um, pick you up when you fall all of that kind of stuff that's where your mentor is there for you and available to you just like a one-on-one coach is um, as well within the eight-week challenge so it's really really highly supportive that's what Fibbelli really advocates for is a really high level of support through your journey Um, so the challenges will offer that as well as well as check-ins you know explaining kind of going over everything that you've addressed in a detailed manner as well as your metrics as well and your numerical data Um, And obviously it's for an eight week period. Um, And then nutrition coaching is pretty much like backing off 
the um, one-on-one coaching as well. It's all nutrition-based meal plans or macros, depending on what you um, would like. Um, And it's obviously not including programming. So obviously it's just focused on nutrition. And that's pretty much our services. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so where to find, if you want to join the waitlist, we have both New Zealand and Aussie uh, waitlists. Mm-hmm. So, um, like myself, I work with both Aussie and New Zealand clients. We've got girls who work just Aussie, and um, I think all the New Zealand girls work with both. Um, but yeah, how do you join the waitlist? So, you can join the waitlist. It's actually going to be open for not that long. <laughs> we are planning on closing it soon just to manage the capacity, but you can actually join, join it if you go on, on our uh, profiles on Instagram. Um, it's in our bio. You'll you literally won't mix the link. We literally post it all over our stories all the time. Anyway, thank you so 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 much, Ellie, for coming on the podcast and explaining a little bit about this crazy crazy business that is Fit by Ellie. Um, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you about it, and um, I hope to do one in the near future. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 <laughs>